everyone, and welcome back to the Hannah Ashton Podcast, the show for the YouTuber, influencer, and woman entrepreneur. So today, I have the privilege of talking to Tiffany from the blog TS London. Tiffany has had an awesome journey with her blog since she started when she was 11 with fashion posts, but now her passion has grown to so much more. She blogs about volunteering, productivity, social justice issues, and politics. Throughout our conversation, you're going to hear so many valuable concepts that Tiffany brings to light. So let's go ahead and get started. Hey, Tiffany, welcome to the Hannah Ashton podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, Anna. I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. And I am super excited to talk to you today about your blog, TS London, as well as all the other amazing work you've done at only the age of 17. So um, if you want to go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your blog and what you're all about. So my name's Tiffany. I'm 17. I'm from London, England. Um, I've lived here basically all my life. Um, I'm a blogger, um, motivational speaker. I'm developing an app as well. Um, I started my blog six years ago. Um, When I started, I think I was kind of like amazed and kind of in awe of like the whole world of blogging. And obviously YouTube was starting to flare up around 2011 for like all of us during that age group as well. And um, blogging for me, it was an event to almost like write. And I've always enjoyed writing ever since, like as long as I can remember. So blogging about fashion and style was something that I always wanted to go into. And um, I was really inspired by people like people now that we see like Patricia Bright and Shirley Bianyang, all these um, amazing black women in the industry that I hadn't seen a lot of. So it was amazing to see someone like me in the industry. So that's kind of what started me off. But um, at the beginning, I called myself Bombarded Style, which is kind of ridiculous looking back now. Because I think I literally wanted to bombard people with style. And it's quite aggressive when you think about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I changed my name to TS London this year when I bought my domain and copyrighted everything. So that's like getting into like becoming older and growing with my blog. Because I call it my online scrapbook, per se. So it's growing with me. And yeah, I'm just developing with it. I love Tiffany's story, and I personally think her blog posts about volunteering and social justice issues are very intriguing and so inspiring. I asked her where she found her inspiration to write about these relevant subjects. Um, well, like more recently, so obviously as you grow older, you become more socially aware of things going on around you. So like when I was about I'd say 15, I got involved in something in the UK called UK Youth Parliament, which is where you're able to get involved with UK politics through this platform so I started blogging for them and volunteering for them and learning about my own political stance on the world and having my own voice was really exciting for me so bringing that on to TS London has also been really exciting as well so um yeah I think I just draw information and inspiration from things happening around me and you know just using everything happening around yeah um I love that and that's awesome that you got involved already at a such a young age like you said writing for parliament and I just think that's so inspiring. One of Tiffany's largest passions is to bring awareness to the youth about the importance of getting into politics early. Um, one thing that really pops out to me, especially like now, that because um, I take, so I'm doing my A-levels, so your finals, mm-hmm. um, I take politics. So um, political awareness for young people is a really big passion of mine because I feel like we're not really told enough about it until like we're of a voting age and then when it comes to it we're like hey let's let's not bother the old people will do it you know Mm -hmm. and um you know it's our future and these 
politicians' hands, essentially. And I feel like we should really be passionate enough to get involved as much as possible, you know, even if it's sharing a hashtag or attending a protest in, um, you know, London or anywhere across the world, you know, or writing to a local um, member of parliament, things like that, just getting involved like little by little so you understand things as you grow older. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's great. And that's definitely something that needs to be said among the younger generation. And you're just doing an awesome job with sharing that. So a question that I'm curious about is when you're blogging about these um, social issues, are you finding that you get more negativity um, from people in the community because of what you're talking about rather than like a neutral subject, like when bloggers blog about fashion or makeup or Mm -hmm. lifestyle? Um, Do you get more like feedback? Is it good? Is it bad? I mean, there was um, my last blog post, there was one I wrote about, um, about being proud to be black. Um, And I think that one was quite, it was quite hard for me to release, you know, there's always that piece of content, then you're gonna be like, whoa, I don't know, I feel like I need to lock myself in a room, I'm scared how Mm -hmm. people are gonna react. But I feel like people are able to sympathise. And I think that we're more scared nowadays to feel, you know, to listen to other people, um, their opinions, and other people have opinions, and that's okay. And, um, you know, I haven't received anything negative per se, but I would say that like I have received um, constructive criticism and I think that we should be able to take that on, you know, about Mm -hmm. how to handle issues and how to grow from them. Isn't she just amazing? Ah, I love her. So something I like to ask other teen entrepreneurs, teen bloggers and YouTubers is how they like to manage their time to be able to balance school and work. Um, what I do is I literally, in, as soon as I wake up, I use my voice recording and I literally record everything that I like has come to my mind straight in the morning. So then I don't forget anything because I feel like when you get out of your bed, that's when you're like, okay, I need to shower, I need to do this, 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 this. But then you remember all the things that you had the night before that you hadn't done the previous day. So I'll voice record it and then write it down in my um, my day planner and then put everything down and color coordinate everything so red needs to be done first and then orange and then green and then work that way chronologically do everything that needs to get done and yeah just try to get everything done that day and if you can't that's okay you know because I think we always get like well I haven't done everything I hate myself and um Mm -hmm. that's okay like you can't you you can't get everything done we're only human you know Exactly. And I've never heard of recording your voice like with your to-do list in the morning. And I absolutely love that. Um, because mm-hmm. sadly, the first thing that comes to my mind in the morning, sadly, isn't, you know, like thanking the Lord for the day or like my yeah. family or anything like it's my to-do list of like, okay, this exactly. is going up tomorrow. Um, you know, this podcast is recording. Mm-hmm. Today. So I love that because we can record all the little things in our life that we have to do. And then once we get that all the way, then we can focus. Yeah, we can yeah. move on with our day and focus on the more important things. Um, so what's some advice you have for girls or older women watching this who want to start a blog like yours and talk about the and talk about politics and things they're passionate about in their community? I'd say, first of all, get started, because I think that's the hardest bit, you know, just trying to get started. Find something like Blogger or um, WordPress or anything of that sort that's really simple and easy. And just get started and just start sharing and share it amongst your family first of all your family are always your biggest fan so try it with your family then your friends and then slowly by slowly branch out because i think the hardest part is starting a blog and i think i was lucky enough when i was 11 because when you're 11 you don't really like think about other people you just think about hey this is my idea i just want to get it done 
but like at the older you get the harder things are to release and I think that's just how society is and that's how people are and that's okay so yeah just trying to get started and be consistent that's another thing be consistent mm-hmm. with your content I know sometimes it's hard to balance school and all the other commitments you have but um just get started and be consistent yeah, I couldn't agree anymore because I was the same way. Like I said, starting my YouTube channel really young because people ask me nowadays, like, I'm so scared to start. How did you overcome this fear? And I was like, honestly, I had that like um, confidence of a child and I, exactly. just it, and I didn't see many people like failing once they started because I, I don't mm-hmm. know, it was just a new idea. And so yeah. you got to have that confidence of a child of just like, I'm passionate about this and I want to do this. And I, it's been a goal and just get started like you said and also like you said consistency so tell us a little bit about your app and the process and I know it's not completed yet but Mm -hmm. I'm sort of where you're seeing it to go or you know maybe it was just an experience of just creating an app and maybe you're not gonna publish it um but it was just a good experience so really funny story so um my app that I'm developing is called snap so it's linked to um restaurants and the food industry which honestly all I have the like the only experience I have is obviously eating in a restaurant so that's literally all I had and I remember sitting one day in like um, a Nando's I don't know if you guys have Nando's and uh, just seeing like absolute havoc going on in the restaurant and obviously like now I'm employed as a waitress so I understand how much havoc can go on and um, thinking how can I help change this system and help develop it so at the moment there's apps like book a table um, things like Hungry House, Just Eat, Uber Eats, all them kind of things that help you get food delivered to your home, but nothing to help within the actual um, restaurant, the restaurant itself. So um, I looked into developing an app that was making it easier for people to book their table, know what food they're going to eat before actually sitting down, being able to then for the restaurant on the restaurant side, for them to be able to have receipts but without paper so then that's eco-friendly and helping with the environment and whatnot and then moving on from that also being able to see which staff are making the most money that that day and be able to you know credit staff because I think there's a lack of that in the industry as well and I think it's really important as a boss to be able to do that for your staff to make sure that they feel like they are part of a whole system rather than just being a worker per se. Yes, I love that idea. And I think that's super great and definitely useful. Um, mm-hmm. Then, so what was the process? Like, did you have to get in with an app company and uh, work with them? Or was, did you do it just by yourself, just Googling? Um, sort of what was the process of this, of stages of creating the app? So obviously, as soon as I like got the idea, obviously, I don't know anything about like, using app development app development at all because all we have really on google is really simple stuff so it's not going to project what i would want so um i literally just googled people that are in the industry already i'm lucky because i live really close to central london so i could commute out and meet um angel investors um app developers as well and just learn from them and i think that's really key when you're trying to do anything in life to be honest just research as much as you can and learn from other people that have already established what they've done and that's exactly what I did I just went out and looked for other people that have done it already um I found people um also in the states that had done it already in Silicon Valley and things like that and um it's just being able to be like hey this is my idea I would really love you to support me with it and seeing how they are able to help you and if they say no it's not going to hurt it's just moving on onto the Mm -hmm. next person yeah it's more of a learning experience for me now because with apps things move so quickly so if you don't release something in like at least three months 
there's a new idea that links to what you already had someone else is going to have the idea mm-hmm. so it's more of I've learned from it moving on from it and then going on to the next project awesome so let me go ahead and ask what uh, are some upcoming projects that you're wanting to start or that you're in the process of doing at the moment I don't really have any app projects at the moment all I'm kind of doing now is growing my blog and moving on to that and finding places to then do my motivational speaking and you know just grow on that that kind of aspect rather than my um, app development even though I've learned loads from it so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something else you mentioned you're starting is motivational speaking and that has always yeah. been a goal of mine I got my first like speaking um, gig in February but mm-hmm. um, I want to know like your journey and how you started motivational <laughs> speaking so um, what I really enjoy speaking about is um, social issues within the black community and also how I've grown as a person, as um, someone who has come out from, you know, from the way I've grown up and things like that, and as well as my blog and things that I've learned from that. So there's two different aspects that I do like talking about and motivating per se. I don't really like the term motivational speaking because I feel like I'm just sharing what I've learned and I hope people can learn from that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's what I kind of do. I kind of like speaking to people about um, my blog, how to start a blog because I think a lot of people just don't know where to start and that's usually the scariest bit and that's usually the scariest bit so um just helping people just to get started and plant that seed is what's really important to me. Mm -hmm. And where do you speak? Do you speak at churches or at schools or just at other events you get asked to? Anywhere and everywhere so at my church um, my mum does events as well she does events for young people so I go along with her sometimes um anywhere really. That's awesome. And yeah. one of my goals in life is to have my own conference or event. So if that ever happens, I'm calling you up. Yes, it'll, it'd be so good. But that's yeah. a far off goal. That is still a goal. <laughs> the last question I like to ask everyone on this podcast is what is your favorite quote of the moment? My favorite quote right now at the moment is, um, so I have two. So the one that I think, I don't even know if it's, I think it's an unknown quote. I don't know who the person who said it is, but um, it's, you are more capable than you know. And I feel like we really enclose ourselves and think I can't do this because someone else hasn't done it. Or I can't do this because I haven't seen myself do it before. Or like going completely outside of your comfort zone doing something that you've never done before. And I think that's really pushed me to continue doing things and continue to put out content and continue even if other people aren't doing what I'm doing in school or whatever it is, you know, you are more capable than you know. Mm-hmm. And my second quote is a Bible verse. Um, first um, Thessalonians 5.16 says, um, rejoice always. And I think that as like content creators and creatives, we kind of get really bogged down by how much we have to do, you know, and we're just always, you know, in like creative blocks and frustrations, etc. And, you know, just rejoicing always and finding that hope that you're going to be able to do it and remembering who you're doing it for, for yourself and the people that are reading your content or viewing your content and, you know, just being the best that you can be for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, I, yeah, I love that verse and that quote and it's so relatable to, like, mm-hmm. you, like you said, it's just, there's always something to do. That's how I'm feeling today. I had a to-do list of about 20 things to do and I woke up feeling Literally sick. Literally in my life. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, sickness is not something I can deal with today. <laughs> 
Um, so yes, I think that's really great. And I love your mindset um, of just, you know, rejoicing in the Lord. Okay, well, thank you so much, Tiffany, for coming on today. I've absolutely loved having you. Thank you for you. having me. Of course. And I'm going to be an avid follower of your blog and your social medias. Um, and because you. you're, you're such an inspiration to me as well. Guys, if you're listening, um, I'm going to have the show notes on hannahashton.com slash blog. And you can go follow Tiffany, read her blog, and just start being inspired by her as I am today. Thank you. Want to keep up with all things Hannah Ashton? Make sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter at hannahashton.com where you receive one email a week packed full of all the amazing content, blog posts, YouTube videos, and more that you need to succeed. And if you love this episode and you want to help support the podcast, the best way to do that is to go subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks so much. Hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next week. Bye.